this? Hi, welcome back to Plus This. I'm Kathy Deach. And I am Eva Tingley, and we have such a good show for you guys again this week, of course. It's because the world is blowing up. Like, all of these fabulous things are happening, and like, we're. It's so like, exciting, and we're on top of it, and Kathy and I are just like. It. Cats on the computer just like, oh, did you see this? Texting each other, like Instagram each other. Like all the ways. Like all of our apps have messages for yeah. both of us. Like we're, we're, we're texting each other and Instagram message each other and Facebook messages. It's, it's just so like all sad. over. And we have to follow the conversation everywhere. And we have so many guests that we have been wanting to have on the show and we're trying to manage their schedules. Oh my but gosh. But like we should not be both talking to them. No. Because literally she'll be like, well, when I talk to this person, they said, I mean, it's just been nuts, guys. I know, it's been crazy. In the best way. But we totally nailed someone. Wait, I'm crying right (laughs) now. Me too, I'm crying too. For Rex. Um, We started a hair late because we had to figure out a way to get on Zoom with one of our all-time favorite people in L.A., Jen Wilder is here, y'all. Yes, because she's so busy, you guys. You have no... We're so excited to introduce her. We're going to introduce her a little bit later because she's so busy that, like... Nailing her down was almost impossible, so we're just so lucky to have her on with yeah, us. Yeah, and she opened a new office Zoom. because she's launching a line soon. A oh my god, we're going to talk to her all talk about all it. about it. She is like a fashionista maven. And we love her. Love her, and she's also a good time. Oh my god, and we're, she we're loves just, the story. Yes. <laughs> Me too. And we're going to, we're we have lots to talk to her about. Yes, so. definitely, so we're excited about that. But um, Wait, I'm news. sorry, yeah, other news, big news today. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Nominations came out. And Chrissy Matt! Wait. Golden Globe nominated, now Emmy nominated. nominated Chrissy Matt. Wow! Yes, it's amazing. And Crazy Ex Girlfriend got music and lyrics. I know. It's which, so great. You know, I. Saturday Night Live took up a lot of that supporting category, so maybe Donna can like weasel her way in that. But she's a part of that music and lyrics, right? Totally, like, she's absolutely. What makes it work and what makes it so special? So, congrats to Crazy Ex Girlfriend and, and Project, Project Runway. Runway, who is, if you haven't heard, guys, doing all kinds of models next year. Well, the next season, the next they're season. they're the, the one of the challenges is that they're going to use all shapes and sizes and ages I it's like and the everything. Whole, but it's like the whole time, or is it just yeah, one yeah, challenge? no, no, yeah, like the yeah. challenge of the whole season is yes. that. Yes, so it's not just just for one, you know, thing where they complain about it once when they try to do fat people. <laughs> <laughs> Again, crying. No, crying, crying, <laughs> crying, <laughs> crying. Um, but they're gonna have to like deal with real people or all shapes and sizes, the which is time. so great. And that brings us to the most amazing documentary that we watched this week. I'm so glad that they were able to connect us to it, and that it. I forget somebody. Oh, you know what it was? It was an article. It was Prabal. Uh, what is his last oh, name? Prabal. Prabal. It was a G. Garung. Garung. Something guys. like that. He has a line on the lame Bryant. Google it. Google it. Google, Google it. it. And he was talking about how he um, was really kind of bullied in the industry, for lack of a better term. Like, people were, were judging him and saying, why are you making clothes for big girls? Like, that doesn't, that's so, like, low rent kind of thing. Mm. And um, he, of course, was like, no, it's not. Girls are fierce. <laughs> 
like, and like, um, hello, let's get awake here and let's talk about how this needs to change and the fashion industry needs to change. Absolutely. And then he, and they quoted the, or they talked about the, the documentary, which right. is called Straight Curve, which is on Epics. So if you don't have Epics, you can sign up for a free trial and watch it. Yeah, it's so worth it. And watch it. It is so great, guys. We um, both watched it separately and then came together and like pieced out parts that were our favorites. So we want to start off with, as always, most documentaries start off with kids because that's sort of the way in, I guess. Like, you know, you can treat adults like crap all you want, but if you mess around with kids, like, you're a horrible person. Yeah, so it starts out with, with they're talking to high school kids and they, all of them have magazines. They've all been passed out magazines and they ask them, Okay, so show us a picture of what, um, and I think it's on your screen right now. That show a picture of what the what you know as what looks like beauty to you. What what you have been shown in the world. What is yeah. what is somebody that looks beautiful? So they all have uh, a magazine, all of them up. Then the next question they ask: Great, now show us a picture of that looks like that you. looks like you. And one God. person. Girl. No, there was one other guy. There was like a one other guy, <sighs> and it was a redheaded guy, and there was like a red, happened to be a redheaded model in there. So there's two people in the whole uh, group of teenagers that they were talking to that yeah. could show what they thought, oh, that that looks like me. Yeah, like I, I recognize myself. Myself in that. in that magazine. And they were really sad guys. <sighs> They were really sad. It was it was hard. That part of the documentary was really hard for me. And then, of course, just like almost any good documentary about body positivity and about the fashion industry and what needs to change and what we see, there's a bunch of terrible statistics. Oh, the statistics are... Freak. I mean, look, the statistics are always alarming to us, right? Like, we're always like, what? Right, 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 right. But the first one is that 60% of U.S. girls compare their bodies to fashion models. 60% compare themselves to fashion models, and fashion models are like... Less, aliens, less than one percent. Like, a, I mean, a they're, fraction of one percent. They're aliens. <laughs> they're not real human beings. They're like sent down from the heavens, according to magazines. Right. Right. right like because right. that they don't, they don't exist in the world. I don't know anybody who looks like that. I mean, I frankly in New York would ride a train that would go through Soho, where all the models would go for shoots and and looksies. That's like where like the fashion district was, and I would always be shocked when I saw. Tear. Why? Why am I crying? So weird. I would I would be shocked, guys. And I would cry about it. I don't know why I'm like tearing up still. We're still from laughing. I know. Oh my god, it's good times. Um I would be shocked when I would see a model on the train. I like because it was like they were from another planet. Yeah. It was like I, I not it, you know, it is such a rarity, which is why it's so hard to be a model. And we'll get into the models that were straight models and became curved models because they could not maintain that that you know, fashion standard. But right. um but yeah, so this is what girls, you know, and we process images much faster than we process words. So this is what young girls and boys are building their brains on. Totally. And this is what one of the other um, little, uh, statistics was that fashion magazines give 47% of teenage girls a body image to strive for. So not only are they putting in girls who are have a body that's already unattainable, they're also wanting girls to strive for that body. Yeah. Which is... That's a goal. 
Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then the net, one of the other statistics was 53% of U.S. girls at age 13 are unhappy with their bodies. And by age 17, this grows to 78% of U.S. 78% US girls. 78% of seniors in high school yep. are unhappy with their body. So barely an adult. Yeah. Not even. Are unhappy. And it makes me sad because I have two nieces who are young who I already can see those ideas forming mm. you know what I mean yeah I do I see it with my kids that I teach for sure you know it's like and it is that tipping point it's like when 12 comes 13 yeah like you're starting you're also your body is also changing and it feels you know different yeah, and spurts and stuff but there is like a hiding that they do it's it really is true and um I also think it's kind of um extraordinary that that number doesn't get any better as we get older <laughs> no it doesn't i mean i think in the in the documentary embrace they said that 90 percent yeah of women are unhappy 91. with it yeah are unhappy with their bodies unhappy with their bodies so but, but when you're 17 it's 78 percent, and by the time you're a grown-ass woman it's you're like just you hate yourself yeah so we actually got some people who talked to us on instagram and were like if it's not losing weight that's going to make me happy, then can you tell me what's going to make me happy with, with about my body? And the only thing that we know to tell you, because we're still doing it too. It's actively every it's single day. actively every single day. And we made a seven-day uh, pro, like program. Like seven, step, seven steps in seven days to love your body where you are right now, where you are right now. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, and it's a process. And if you can do these small things and add on, hopefully every day, like keep doing the first one on the second day and et cetera, like you will slowly build towards having that number of 91% go down. Yeah. I mean, if, even if it's just a little bit every day that you can find a way to love yourself, I mean, even just a little bit, yeah. Right? Like, how can we do that? But this documentary talks a lot about the fashion industry, and we are going to talk to Jen about yes, that because we she's in are. there. Because she had, has her, her, our favorite store, the Plus Bus. Yes. With Marcy. Um, who we bo- want them both in we, here. Yes. We're going to get them in here. We're we are. To have we're champagne witchy. And witchy we're going to have them in here. But, um, <laughs> but uh, she also has done it before and now is relaunching. And I'm right. so interested to hear like the difference in the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when she did it in the back in the day and now. But also, one of the things that was really cool in this documentary was the... Um, there is an introduction of a bill called the Truth in Advertising Act. And it's. A I mean, you were like screaming. I could hear you from my house. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was like, I want to lobby. I know. Kathy <laughs> just wants to like live in Washington, D.C. and lobby and lobby, 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 lobby. Like, lobby. I'm so jealous. Not jealous. <laughs> I'm so like happy and honored and overwhelmed by everyone who's down there right now for fighting for healthcare. Like literally people in wheelchairs showing up from different parts of the country to like confront people. I want to confront people about this. Yeah. Because this is tied into healthcare for sure. But the fact that there is, there is a way to get our government to pay attention to these issues as well. You know, basically it's, there's a truth in advertising, uh, you know, there's the, um, 
what is it? The Federal it's Trade Commission. Yeah. yeah, the Federal Trade Commission is already in charge of truth and advertising. And basically, this guy who is a marketer for fashion says that there's not truth in advertising when you Photoshop women to the point of they they wouldn't like you said they're not real. They're aliens. Right. A no, lot of times I mean, they're, they're unrecognizable. One of the girls, one of the models in there, talks about how she was so excited about being on the cover of a magazine, and her parents go to try to find her, and they can't find her because she doesn't even look like herself yeah. anymore. They didn't know who which one was her. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is where there is not truth in advertising. Yeah. So this is basically a, a bill in Congress to put pressure on the Federal Trade Commission to find a way to regulate. Like you regulate other things. You regulate sugar and things. You regulate fats and things. You regulate, uh, you know, tobacco, what ke- what alcohol. chemicals go into mm-hmm. things. So you must reg- regulate what we see, what all these kids are seeing at such a young age. It's actually causing eating disorders in all kinds of ways in this country. No, and absolutely. And if 90% of women hate themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, something needs to change. Yeah, so let's go lobby in Congress. Yeah, let's start well, a march. Can yeah. we have a chub march? <laughs> chub march. Chub march. Like I want like I love song. you're gonna make that and you're gonna make a chant. I can see it. I can see it I now. Really, I guys, I'm all about it. <laughs> but you were so funny, you were like, it's gonna cause you your job. And I was like, uh, Oh, well no, I well, just said I just said that it would affect your job, meaning like you would you because if you guys be don't know, I do uh, retouching. I know how to do that. I have that skill. She's got and a I skill do, set. I do um, do that uh, on the side. And um, yeah, so it, I mean, it does affect, but I think that, I mean, you and I talked about that. Like, So even if there is a disclaimer, even if there's a disclaimer, even if the disclaimer is huge and it's like, this photo has been retouched, I still think girls will compare themselves. I don't think that they necessarily will. I think that if you don't see the before and after... I don't know that it will make a difference. I really don't. It is tough. It is tough. And and yet also there's a savvy about it because they have apps that face tune and they know it and they recognize it and they use it. So I don't know. I and we talked about like the like something similar like putting warning labels on cigarettes. Like people didn't think that would really affect people who are truly addicted and by the way it doesn't. But there is a there, part, are there are some people. people that, yeah, right, right. Especially if they're pregnant or whatever, like won't go for a cigarette. Sure. Like they won't do it. I mean, I got to say, though, a step in the right direction is a step. Sure, sure. But I mean, photoshopping is it is something that is it's a helpful tool. Like if you have a zit and you don't obviously don't normally have a zit there, then great. You I'm not I'm not pointing (laughs) you out right here. Don't point it out. I wasn't pointing it out. I'm just saying, but like, no, like for, for, exactly, for, for example, today, somebody I personally know posted a picture of themselves in a bikini and Photoshop their thigh gap. And everyone's like, damn, girl, you look good. And I wanted to be like, damn, girl, why you Photoshop that fucking <laughs> thigh gap? Like, your legs are kind of crossed, and now you have a thigh gap, and it looks really weird. Like, it looks like your leg is deformed now. Yeah. And I know, because I do Photoshop, so I can spot it like that. Right, right. But most, like you said, everybody else is like, 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 love, love. Oh, yeah. they're just like, dang, your ass looks great. Look at yeah. that. Look at your legs. And I'm just like, yeah, look at her legs there deformed looking yeah well guys listen we have to we have to go to a quick break but in the meantime go to our facebook page at plus this show and tell us what you think about these things we we if you have questions for jen if you know her personally please or not personally or a fan of hers because she is an influencer so influencer. Um, so we would love to hear your questions for her or even just about the fashion industry or even tips fashion tips, tips. she'll give some but uh we'll come right back after this break <laughs> <laughs> plus this 
you know that 67% of American women are size 14 and above? You mean they look like this? Yeah, girl. So then where are we in television and film? And where are we in fashion magazines and clothing stores? Yeah. So we want to help out entertainment and fashion and media. Catch the F up. <laughs> Topics get hot. We want to hear what oh. y'all have to say. And they will get hot. Absolutely. I have true. a question for you. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like a dirty little one. Um, so if you had to do a love scene with somebody else famous, who would it be? I will. Oscar I Isaac. Oh. Well, I asked you that and you had an answer <laughs> like, right away. We sang. We laughed. We cried. We you got to go cry. back. Yo, no, we didn't cry. <laughs> we didn't cry. Everybody should be able to be seen in, I mean, maybe not every single campaign, but... Let's let's try to include it in as many campaigns as we can. Witchy poo, we told We're you. We're just putting it We're in the cauldron for you. We're gonna oh. get those candles. Yeah, people are having sex with us. We need to show that we're like part of the this society, and and being sexual is part of that. Absolutely. So, uh, so tough titty, you're fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Watch a fat girl love herself. Applause! 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 Applauding. So good. Plus this. I mean, do you guys know that watch us at 6 p.m. live on Thursdays? I'm so glad you're here with us. Applause, applause, applause. applause. What I love is that my arms are giving like serious jiggle. <laughs> I didn't even notice I that. totally love it. I'm not even saying that like a mad thing. I was kind of like, yeah. You're like, that's arms? how I do. That's how I do. I love it. <laughs> guys, the seven day plan's working for me is what I have to say. <laughs> Um, so we're going to bring on our wonderful, most amazing guest, Jen Wilder, who Read is some the of her own- things. Some things She's, about her. Um, you know, the owner and co-partner with Marcy Guevara on the Plus Bus. She um, is starting a new line called Covet. Covet. I mean, isn't that just doesn't and- make you just want to have her clothes? Yeah, without even, I've seen it. Pieces, I mean, obviously, I yeah. But yeah. Yeah, covet. I want to. Sh- I want a line. What's what are you wearing? Covet. Yeah. Yeah. Covet it, bitch. <laughs> um. So say hello to Miss Jen Wilder. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hi, Zoom Alicia. Hello, ladies. <laughs> How are you, you doing? You look so pretty. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Top knot, just fierce. That's you know. right. And all of your things. Look, guys, she's in a working office. She's in a working studio. She's just like fashioning it up in the back. Getting ready to move into a real office. Yay! Yes. Congratulations. Yes. I just signed my own lease on like a beautiful Art Deco building on 8th and Broadway. Oh, oh deep in yes. the heart. Yes. In the belly of the beast. Yes. And I am. Can't wait. Just like. I don't even know. <laughs> you're speechless. You're like literally speechless. I'm very excited. Jen, when we first met you, it, mm-hmm. what I love, first of all, about the Plus Bus is that it's not just a consignment place and for also new clothes. It's also like a gathering a community. Like it feels like a community center. Like it feels. No, like- it is a community center. You can actually have an event at. The Plus Bus, which we will talk about a little yes, bit. Yes, yes. But there are always events there. Yes. The way we met Jen, like in the flesh, is 
because after the day after the election or the week after the election, we, we were, were like, we were uh, like, uh. we were just like living our life in a, just like a sludge. <laughs> we were just like, uh. and there was an event posted. Like, do you want to just come and hang out and talk about our feelings? And drink wine. And, drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> and Kathy and I were like, I yeah. I have much to offer, but I do have a place where you can come and just get a hug. Oh, we, yes. we hugged. We, we cried. <laughs> and we kept we, you up. You were like eight and a we half drink months wine. pregnant. Yeah. And we kept you up and you were like bitches oh. I gotta go and we were like no we love you so and we're um, like and we love your store we're gonna spend all of our monies here all the I time had so much fun and then you guys are like super fans oh it's my like, gosh we love oh, you guys forget it we would be naked we would have nothing to wear on this I show. would literally have literally nothing to wear. she would be I naked would be naked because I was I got this dress at the plus it's bus. so cute by the way I you love can't that see the orange at the bottom. Oh, wait, let me just show you. She can. Oh, she can. She's you. not scared. Oh, how cute is that? Oh, hi. Yeah. How cute is <laughs> just that? Just my little hip and there. And it kind of goes to action. like a navy almost. It is navy. It yeah. is navy, yeah. But next navy, to the yeah. Yeah, orange, you can't tell. So My um, favorite colors right now are blue and orange, if you can't tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm having like a blue thing. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So tell us about your, fir your first experience, because when we met you that day, we found out that you were like, you know I have my own line. Yeah, it was Cult of California. I had one of her little tank tops, and I used to wear it all the time time until I like literally wore it out and I was like oh probably shouldn't wear it <laughs> so tell us about that tell us about how that became real for you I mean I kind of had like a deep moment where one of my friends that was a designer actually passed away and he was you know 27 years old and oh, gosh. had never released any of his clothing like nobody really knew that he was a designer and I just like had this you know moment where I was like you know what I literally have been doing fashion for 10 years and I've never made a garment that I could wear hmm. so it was just like you know I've, I've worked in the fashion industry I for the past like eight years I've done you know production and design for all of the straight size labels, but like mostly BB and BCBG and Marciano and Guess and all of those that, um, I mean, I made really beautiful clothes, but I could never wear them. So it was just like, I had this moment where I was like, if I died tomorrow, I would not be known in the plus size industry as a designer. And that's like my life's goal. Hmm. So it's so exciting. Like when you have that like little, it's like, it, it was, it took something really sad to like, get me to that point where that I was just like, you know what, I just have to do it, you know? And you know what, sometimes so. it takes that leap of faith in that time of crisis, really, like you're having like an emotional crisis. It, I mean, that's what it was for us, quite frankly. I was like at wit's end. I was like, I've had it. I have to start talking about this. I'm so sick of not being the one picked. It's awful. And yeah, like, you just you get to that point where you don't want to talk about what you don't like anymore. You just have to do what you want to do and what you want to see. Be the piece that you want to see or whatever. Be the change that you want to see in the world. It's true. Like you, there's a point where you either stop complaining and do something about it, or you have to stop complaining. Period. Yeah, it's really <laughs> a part of the solution for so, real, for real. So yeah. then, um, so then I just like I just was fortunate enough to have worked with people for a long time that gave me a chance and. Um, right. They just let me do kind of my own thing with that. But if all like fashion stuff and investors and all of that, it's very complex. But, um, you know, it didn't last as long as I would want it to. But it, you know, had to end because then I had my daughter like 
<laughs> I got pregnant like three months after that. So you know how it always works out in the end. It, it was does, like yeah. It, to all of those things at once. So. It does. You yeah. had to give birth to another a, thing, a couple of other things. <laughs> yeah. So tell yeah. us about the plus bus. Wait, how did you? Yeah. How did you meet Marcy? And how did the plus bus come around? And you guys like tell us about how like I was like you a started... super fan of Marcy. Like she was famous to me. <laughs> and I was just, She's like, still famous. Like, She's else, so like, damn Oh my famous. god, Marcy Guevara is here at this event, and I talked to her, and I like literally walked out of the room and like was shaking and like texted my husband. And was, like, oh my god, you're. So I just met Marcy Guevara, you know, and <laughs> was so excited and like Stan ish. <laughs> so I, um, but it was just funny. And then uh, we kind of talked and saw each other at a couple more events, but never really like hung out, hung out. And I'm like crazy. So I was like, hey, you want to go to London and like stay in my room and fly in an airplane for 14 hours? And that'll be our first time of, like hanging out. <laughs> oh my gosh she was like yeah it was like extreme friending extreme (laughs) friending i know i'm like i go all the way or nothing so (laughs) that was our first experience of hanging out was on a plane wow on we we imagine what imagine if you had been like down with another guy too imagine if you were like on the plane and there's like just just like we're like i hate you and then you just have like the rest of the trip Christ, that was so dumb. Like, we could have just, like, really messed up, like, being trapped on a plane and then being trapped in a hotel room and working together the whole time. Like, she helped me with my booth and, like, setting up and being a vendor at the British Plus Size Fashion Show. And um, it was just intense. But it actually, like, we clicked right away and felt like sisters, you know, just how you do. It's like you it's like you never skipped a beat you know and yeah. and she always could finish my sentences and she could keep up and like you know she's really smart and she's a doer so yeah, yes. <laughs> that she, is yes, always is. something that I admire because I'm a doer and I need people that actually want to do right right, right. <laughs> and can complete tasks so yeah so um we hit it off and then um the plus bus kind of grew out of like a Facebook post where I said I didn't want to buy clothes that year. Wow. And Marcy was like, well, let's do a swap. And so we set it up. And of course, Marcy being Marcy, like got it so profesh. We like came up with this whole point system and we gave all the donations to dress for success. And it was like a huge event. And but at the end of the thing, we're just standing there and she's like, we got to do this again. And I'm like, you know, my dream is to like have a mobile store and go around like you know go vintage shopping go like find plus size stuff and like pull up in a town and just be like hey we're here you know follow our truck around <laughs> and then she was like oh my god yeah the plus bus <laughs> and oh I was god, like I oh it. my god and she's like I just got chills and I'm like yeah <laughs> I got chills too because that's real it's happening well, that's like when when you, when we first um, were talking about going to the plus bus, you were like, "No, it's like in, it's like it's like a, it's like a." Wh- what did you think it I, was? I thought it was like a, a bus. mobile. I thought y'all were like parked in a parking lot. And I was lot. like, "No, I'm pretty sure it's like a place." Like I I saw yeah. pictures of it. It looks like a place. Well, we like, no, but it's called we, a we, bus. We, we did have several incarnations of the bus because we would rent buses or you know like Dodge Sprinter buses and. We would, we started out doing, well, we did the charity event and then we had all this inventory. So it was like, it was in my garage. It was in Marcy's garage. It was like traveling show of like, 
And then we're like, this is kind of fun. Like we should do this every month. So we started going to the Rose Bowl. Oh, and perfect. Yeah, it was so hot, crazy. So, but and that's like a long We finally day. found this little spot. And, you know, I had been telling Marcy, Marcy and I had been talking like if we could just be open more, you know, if we could just have a spot where we wouldn't have to like, it wouldn't be such a schlep, you know, because it, it's hard on you, like getting up at 5 a.m., going to the Rose Bowl, like unpacking like 20 yeah. racks of clothes oh, and like, it's a long, long all day, day yeah, and sure. then like putting it all back together and going and you know it was a lot so it was just great to be able to find a place that we could like totally afford because we got really lucky and it's in an up-and-coming neighborhood and it's just like it's such a cool place oh, it, <laughs> like, it just people- has a cool vibe about it across the totally. country come Jen like every time I've been in there it's someone from like San Francisco or oh, New yeah. York, New Jersey. London, and we've had just um, Sammy Lulu was here from Australia, and Bethany Rudder of Arched Eyebrow was here for our poetry slam of all the people from North Cal- Northern California. So I mean, it just draws it draws everyone into a spot, and it's such a safe space, and it feels so good to just like walk in a place where you can like wear whatever you want, be whoever you want to be, um, you know, look however you want to look. And there's actually people there that are like ready to serve you and invest in you and spend time with you. Like, it's just everything that's missing from plus size shopping right now. Hmm. And being able to see more than one brand, you know, and just the the vibe in here is just very fat friendly. It's the hefty hideaway of Highland Park. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it too. I love it. But too. I love it's it because totally I've, learned, a I've learned like new brands going there, like things that I didn't even know existed. I was like, hey, I gotta look this up. This is thank you, Plus Bus, for introducing me yeah. to this brand. Yeah, there's stuff that I would have That's never. Heard what we of. tell vendors all the time, we're like, you know, if just because of the online presence, it will drive sales to your website because we act as a showroom you know so emerging brands and indie designers and um you know brands like 17 sundays that are out of australia and copper union that's out of seattle and i mean out of portland um just giving them a chance to connect with their client on that one-on-one basis of feeling the clothes and like knowing what you're paying for yeah the quality is so unfair that we don't get to try clothes on like it's the worst i want to march on washington did you listen to the first segment (laughs) i want to march on washington (laughs) she's very mad about it but let's talk about what you have coming up as much as you're comfortable i know that it's like something that's emerging but um covet sounds delicious to us sort of just changes a lot as time goes on too, but it started out as just like a meeting (laughs) and it has evolved into like, I don't know, just the most beautiful clothes out of the most beautiful fabrics and no, um, there's a lot of rules when you're designing and a lot of it doesn't work anymore. Mm. (laughs) Let's just say that. So a lot of what the choices that are made for plus size women, the choices that are made for women across the board are made by other people and usually not women. (laughs) So it's, uh, it's like 
I just wanted to create a line where fat people were making the decisions for fat people Hmm. and that a fat designer is designing for fat people and investing in them in a way that has never been done. So I am trying to operate on the level of any contemporary brand. Like I'm pulling from the runways. I'm not pulling from what sold last year. Right. Wow. And, you know, I'm like just found someone that really believes in us and like knows that we are such a great swath of the population. And, you know, we're not, we're not trying to cater to everyone. We're just, uh, I'm literally going for the rock stars. Like I have a board that you can't see right now. These are, you can kind of see some of the stuff that's happening behind me, very small, but I have a board over here that is my rock stars, my movie stars, um, my like hot young things and like, you know, those superpowers. So it's like, I want to dress Oprah, you know, I want to dress Chrissy Metz. I want to dress Rebel. I want to dress Melissa McCarthy. Like, even though they have their own line, they're still going to want mine. Because and by the way, they, I mean, they're actors they and they're bloggers and stuff that have lines, but I'm a designer, you know, this is what I do. And I've done it for 20 years and I know what, um, you know, I just have a very creative eye and a very like specific point of view. And it's not represented in the plus size industry at the moment. Like the fact that Chrissy and Gabourey and, you know, any of these up and coming stars that are plus size, Leslie Barnes, um, the, the fact that they have to wear like torrid city chic and eloquy on the red carpet is like an abomination. Yeah, I considering mean, what and not to say is. anything about those lines either. No, it's just not that high. They're not as high level. Not high end. Yeah. Clothes, but right. yeah, they're not designer clothes with like fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> right. Right. You know, right. Like, they're not. They're not like really investing in their client and saying like, okay, maybe this has never been done, but like I believe that there are people like me that are like up to here with cheap clothes, you know, Mm -hmm. and just while it's all fun and games and it's great when, if I had to go on the Colbert show and I had to go on like Letterman and stuff like that, I would be crying in my dressing room having to like wear forever 21 and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like you're not being able to compete on the same level as stars. Right. 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 It's just not fair. I mean, it's so awful. It just makes me crazy. And the fact that like no one has invested the money in, you know, that kind of branding and what it takes to really compete with designers. That's exactly what we want to talk to you about because we are going to talk to you. um, We have to take a little break, but we want to talk to you about the Straight Curve documentary. And we're going to play the trailer for you guys at home so that you guys can Get a little taste of it. If you and haven't watched it. If you it haven't yet. watched it yet, you need to go on Epics and watch it. But we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna watch this little trailer and then we're gonna it's come so back good. and talk to I... Jen about it. So we'll be right yeah. back. Yes, we'll be back. Watch this. When I look in the mirror, I, I look at all the things that are wrong with the way I look. I feel like a lot of my body is like my least favorite. To walk around and feel like how you look is disgusting or like shameful, 
it's hard. The stylist is like, why can't you fit into the clothes? What are we gonna do with this fat model? And it's completely humiliating. The fashion industry and the media absolutely reinforces the idealization of thinness and the concept of a perfect body. It's permeating so much of our daily lives, it's actually hard to escape. This imagery is at the root of one of the greatest public health crises in the United States and around the world generally. I could have had a cover, but I was cut out because of this color. It is lonely being a black plus size model. There really should be more. People are so offended by the notion that plus size and fat women deserve a place in the world. Health is not defined by a number on a scale. We need a more diverse range of role models. What we want to do is create the imagery we should be seeing more of. Oh my god, it's so pretty. The brain processes images 60,000 times faster than words. So if you want to change somebody's perception, creating an image about it is the most immediate way to do it. Beauty comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes. This is important that we reflect our bodies in imagery. As models, we're responsible for the way that everyone sees themselves. We can affect change. We have to move towards a more diverse picture. We have to move because it affects our future generations of women. It's really important that every girl has that same opportunity to look at herself and say, I am enough. Yeah. Does that make you want to see it? I mean, do you, are you just like, I need to go on Epics right now <laughs> get and her. get my membership get and your freebie. get your, yeah, watch it. Even yeah. if it's just for that. They have other great documentaries too and other great TV shows that you can binge as well. But for sure, go get the free trial and watch that. And watch it with your kids if you have them. No, if you have yeah. a daughter, you need to watch this with your daughter. Like, no matter what age yeah. she is, because of these statistics, it's pretty crazy. There's a lot of people who are involved. There's a lot of models. There's Phil Philomena Quao, Iskra Lawrence, Denise Bedeau, Natalia Novas, who's a Brazilian model who... Oh, yeah. So we... Um, there's a couple things we wanted to discuss with you specifically, Jen. So Timothy Gunn um, on there says... Basically, he doesn't understand why this isn't happening. Like, it, it's not even being taught in schools. And at the school he teaches at, he's made changes. But at the but big, even in the biggest the schools. biggest schools, that a young girl had to fight to get dress forms that were in plus sizes. She literally had to like take a shaming campaign to like get her school to do it. And you know, these, this is a place that has graduates like Tom Ford and huge, like the designers you're talking about. So um, I just want to talk to you a little bit about that and about um, what do you feel oh. is like, I know, right? <laughs> rage. And we want you to rage about that for a minute. Right. <laughs> like talk to How us about- How long do you guys have? <laughs> do you think that's also part of the message? Like, do you, are you planning on making Covet sort of have that angle as well? Like an angle for change as a lot of brands right now are doing. I mean, I don't think I need to speak about that because I am changed. Like I am the thing that needs to happen. So like, it's going to be evident for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, as far as why it hasn't happened, it's, 
so many facets to that question. Yeah, and <laughs> the mean, movie covers it, it by starts, the way. There's... Like you said, at the youngest ages, you know, and there's just an ingrained feeling. But I mean, fashion as a whole has always been an exclusionary and an elitist club. Mm. And like, that is part of it. That's part of, I mean, we as humans, like our animal brain, we just like, we want things that we aren't. Mm. You know? and we <laughs> we like want our tribes too. to believe that we can be these like perfect things, you know, mm. and we all know that perfection as a human being is impossible but it doesn't stop us from striving for that. So when you have a game like fashion, it's everyone has to play or it doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, we all need to wear clothes. And that was one of the yeah. points in the documentary is that we you, we need to have clothes on our bodies. Like this isn't like it's not funny anymore. Right. And why <laughs> are why are we excluded it just doesn't make any sense to me why why we're so rejected. Like when we are sixties, we're the majority of women in America, and, and brands, you just want you you just look down at us. And brands that don't, brands that have been embracing it, have made hand over fist. I mean, they are making cash, right? Because we're we're big spenders too. Because we're ready to spend our money. So like like yeah. you said, like pe- like people want to. Spend I mean, I've seen a lot time. of investment lately. Like recently, I'm probably one of four people that I know right now that have gotten back me um, for plus size lines at all different price points. So there is a change happening right now. It, we're finally seeing the fashion industry t- catch up to where we are mentally as a society. And the internet has everything to do with why plus women are getting more options. I mean, we have a voice like the, like the movie says, we have a voice now and we have the power with our wallet to say this is not okay anymore you know I don't want to feel horrible about myself just because I need to get dressed every day right you right. know and I think that is starting to affect um well in all aspects of our life it's starting to affect you know like queer and LGBT stuff but like they're getting more say, they're getting more rights, they're getting, you know, they're getting more visibility, at least. Um, And inclusivity is a big deal now where we are aware of things that we need to include and stuff like that. So their awareness is a lot of it. But also, I mean, it comes down to like fashion being a male thing, you know, and Mm. being dominated by men and the people that are putting money behind clothing lines and have been putting money behind clothing lines in the the most recent past. And up until, you know, if you look at the CEOs of all the companies, they're not women. Yeah. You know, I know, but then why are they not used? Like, that's not smart to me. Then, then you're, you're actually not investing in your business because if you were smart you would know that where if that 67 percent of american women are a size 14 so get your shit together and put your like ego away that you only want to you know dress thin women and like get a line together let's get it together like why are they why are they not why are they so stupid it's not even that it's it's such a huge discrimination that goes across all facets of your life so like 30 percent you have a 30% chance as a fatter person to make less money per year. Oh, yeah. No, what well, we have talked about person. that. Yeah. You get passed up for um, any kind of recognition. You get passed up for uh, what's it called? Promotions and 
you know, those, those kind of uh, higher paying yeah. jobs have not been historically held by fat people right. and especially not fat women. Which don't you and think that if women had fat women had clothes that made them feel good, that they would behave more confidently. They might, they oh, might perform sure. better. The fact, all of those yes. things are all correlated. It's all, all of it. And it, it really does come from fat women not wanting to hide anymore either. Like it's not going to come from other people. We're not going to change well, other people's minds. From it has to come societies, from societies like now growing into the idea that women are worth more than just their body yes right and that is like such a loaded statement and a feminist one but i'm gonna make it do but, it yes make uh, it. like if every woman in the world decided that they didn't need the fashion game and they just like extracted themselves from it and didn't play along then it wouldn't work you know what I mean so it's it's ingrained at such a young age and it's been such a problem in our own society throughout time I mean women have always been second-class citizens so let's just start there you know I mean it's it's just so deep you can't even I don't even know how deep you want me to get (laughs) (laughs) I mean in the 50s you're right like in the 50s they told them oh you you need to gain weight because you're too thin and now it's like that has gone the other way how how thin can you get everything in the world has been skewed towards the male gaze and now we're coming into an age where we don't really fucking care what men like sorry exactly <laughs> and i mean and we're talking it's not for them it's for us and right. Right. power and we talked and, about you know the, the power of women is terrifying yeah yes. and the weight loss so industry that's part of it is a 50 billion dollar industry 50 billion because we talked about that last week we're like oh it's in the billions and we're like oh 50, 50 billion so i would love to see that industry. shift into let's get us clothes instead of trying to change ourselves <laughs> i mean that's that's like my dream that's like my like mental manifestation when you talk about bigger ideas like that's the thing i'm trying to witchy poo with crystals yeah, like, I mean, well it's just like women are not objects and they're not their only value is not how they look and their only value is not how skinny they are and it's not how you know it's just like the old school way of thinking was that if you weren't skinny you weren't going to get a husband and like then you would have to take care of yourself like ooh nightmare but um (laughs) but like you know what I'm saying like there's just like it's always been there in the back of the like mind that the women is women are supposed to be seen and not heard you know they're there to like take care and cater to men and like what men want to see is what is popular so I think that is a giant shift that is happening in our society right now is that there's so many women now that are in powerful positions that are, you know, living out their dreams that are, you know, going after whatever, whatever it is, there's no limitations, you know, right. We don't have those limitations where like men can do this and women can't and blah, 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 blah. And we're, we're, we're we're showing that by, putting money where our mouths said them when that's yeah. what I loved about the documentary is that Iskra talks to those girls at the end and says you know put don't buy these magazines like you don't have to buy these magazines when you stop buying these magazines they will get they will get it they'll like get they'll the learn message. they'll get the message yeah um we, I can't believe it the just like the show over. when 
and we're just, I mean, it just flew by. Oh. Which means that you're going to have to come back. Yes. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's bananas. This, this is a very loaded subject. That I know. You totally, totally. I know. But we so trusted crazy. you immensely. And we knew you'd have such but great But Jen, insight. tell people how they can find you and how they can follow you and how they can find Support out more about you, Covet. Come to events. Yeah. yeah. You have an event this weekend. So, we do have an event. We have lots of events coming up. She's like, I, I can't keep track. Just look at uh, our Facebook. There's a comedy, there's a comedy <laughs> night that Oliver. looks really cool. I know that on the 22nd, we have karaoke. Here. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. We have, sorry. It's okay. We have comedy. We're we have gonna- a comedy night with all female comedy comedy uh comedians, comedians. <laughs> um, and then on the 25th, we have a karaoke night, which is already getting packed and we're not even open that day so it's like a full on just opening to party <laughs> how fun like the shop girl's birthday it's a good and place do what to she go, wants y'all. to do and the girl wants place to karaoke. Go. Yes. so <laughs> um and then on the 17th i guess which is next week we are going to the fat kid dance party oh yes um yes, with seven on thursday everybody gym which if you don't know you need to it's so awesome yeah it's real fun uh, <laughs> and we always post about the plus bus if you don't follow I, the plus bus, yeah you need to you follow them to. on instagram on facebook yeah, they're on everything the plus bus and the plus bus boutique on facebook and then covet dot la on instagram yes, yes. and you're gonna come back and be in here with us yeah and we can give you a hug and yeah. talk all yeah. more we'll about, about all, all the launch parties and beautiful and and we'll let you are. dress us you know we'll let you, you know we'll let you throw you know. clothes on us if you want i mean if we, if we're good enough to if we have a if we're carpet, rock and roll if we're rock, rock and roll enough, enough. <laughs> I mean, you thank are you, you so be. much for coming on our show <laughs> Jen, thank Jen. you we, we really appreciate you having time out of your busy day really i we hope really i did us justice i'm like you did you're so great a few things but it went so by so fast. Much to cover. So I mean, that's why there's so part two coming. Yes. We'll have part two. And we're gonna have you we and Marcy you. on. Thank we you. We need to have a plus bus uh, outpost of the show, and you have to come here and do it, and we'll like try on. Yes, all we want we'll that. Do a so we want plus this Facebook Live show <laughs> sale. We will. We will. All right. There's a show after us. We love you. We love you. Thank you so much for watching, and come back next week at 6 p.m. See plus ya. this. See you. Then. <laughs>